Welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. CEO podcast. I'm Darren. And I'm Kim. And we are going to be talking everything family business. And marriage. And marriage. And family. And family. And any other adventure. Ooh, do we really have to share all this? Yeah, we do. You got to hear it all. It's crazy. So buckle up. And hold on. And enjoy the following episode of Mr. and Mrs. CEO. Okay, welcome back to our podcast. Today I have a very special guest. Lots of people are going to be interested in this conversation. And it's not Darren. Darren is not here today. Today we have our oldest daughter, Ashley, is joining us. This is the first time she's ever been on a podcast, I think. Yep. (laughs) Definitely. She's the oldest of our gang, our tribe. And I thought I'd bring her on for some candid discussion around what it's like from her perspective to be involved in family business as a child. She's her whole life has been about family business, generational business. She's worked for us directly. Her husband has worked for us and still works in an extension of a family business. And there's still lots of stuff that goes on around family business, even though she's grown up in it. So lots of people are really interested to know. (laughs) They have a lot of questions for you, Ashley, but Today, we just thought we would spend some time and um, hopefully (laughs) Ashley will feel free to share. I don't know, because I'm also her mom. (laughs) I hope you feel free enough and open enough to share around some conversations. Because for us, the purpose of this podcast and the subsequent book we're writing is to really kind of draw back the curtain and break down some of the... It's just to break down some of what really happens in family business and what it's really like. I mean, I know there's lots of positive. So anyway, welcome, Ashley. Take a bow. It'll be my audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you want to give us a little introduction in as to kind of who you are and what your experience is in family business? <laughs> That's a hard one because I would say there's some cons and some pros. <laughs> but first let's get let's get an idea of who you are. Okay. And I know it's a hard question. When somebody asks to tell us about yourself, you're like, this is I always like, <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to know? My favorite color or my childhood trauma? I don't know what to answer. So I'm your mom. Yeah. I have two dogs. Uh, my life is crazy. Uh, my two boys are hockey players and they're goalies and my daughter is a soccer goalie. And so I'm always at the rink or I'm always at the soccer center. I am now a sales rep for a company and I'm always on the road driving. Now. Okay. Just let me, let me break that down for you for a second. <laughs> you are now working. Yes. This is your first real adult job. Yes. <laughs> that's not within the family business. No, this is my first real job period. My first career job, even as a person, like as an, like I've had jobs as a kid but no, but I'm talking. Like, yeah, but you you worked for us for seven years. That was a real job. Right. You, well, I mean, like, okay, you built so a million I, dollar I business, know. sweetheart. <laughs> That's okay. a real job. I don't know what you consider a real job. I always say real job, but I would say flying on my own. Flying. <laughs> putting, my, putting my wings out and doing oh, something. Yeah, that's this is the first time you've yes. had a, employment outside yes. of family business. Yes. Like other than like childhood jobs. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So this, that in itself, you know, this is maybe where I want to take off. (laughs) Let's dig a little deep into that. So that, because 
Yeah. You, you know, you had babies young. (laughs) So for those of you, you can't see her, but she's a very young mom. She's not yet for me. We've got a kid graduating. We've got, yeah, which is very exciting. Our, Our oldest grandchild is graduating this year, but you're a very young mom. And you spent seven years when you were ready to go back to the workforce, you spent seven years building a business for us. Mm. Okay. So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time there, but no. that you work directly in building that business. Yeah. All the things. Yes. And what would you say during that time that allowed you, what, what did that do for you besides giving you a paycheck? It gave me freedom to really still be with my kids as well to like, give that opportunity to come in and out to still work, make money, but also to be at home, which was to support them and to be able to take them to where they needed to be, whether it was doctor's office or their sport. So it gave me that freedom to be what I needed to be as a mom. Okay. And did it help you in any personal growth? Uh, Yeah, I did. It actually gave me personal growth. Yeah. I would say it taught me how to build a company, first of all. Second off, I really never knew anything about dog health either. So that helped me as well learn that part. Like the actual industry. Yeah. To figure out like, you know, all the things around it because there's so much stuff out there. But it also gave me the growth on like even the accounting side of it and the management side of it and dealing with employees and people, (laughs) customers who want so much from you, but yeah, you can only give them so much. So like, right. So it was a learning curve for the last seven years. Right. So that's kind of like, it's like that in itself would be somewhat like a school, an education, if you will. Which if people don't know, I have, dropped out at grade 11. So I didn't really have oh, a lot of my education. Yeah, we won't even get started on that conversation. Just, even though I didn't have that, I am still smart and I still can do things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're feeling, and so this is this is why I'm saying, so this is so interesting because for family, like for us as a family who has found, we've always been family business oriented, like all of our mm-hmm. businesses involve family in some capacity. And for your father and I, we've always considered providing opportunities for you kids, all of you, at different times and different ways in order for, you know, you to go and kind of do kind of similar things or find your thing in life. But your your transition from family business to non-family business was... Yeah. It was yucky for both of us. Yeah. For different reasons. For different reasons. Yeah. Like I didn't, yeah. So it's not even about, so I kind of want to talk a little bit about the cushion that you realized you were living in as working and being part of a family where we kind of provide those opportunities where, when you had to transition to a business where you didn't know the owner, you didn't know the manager, you weren't like, how was that for you? Um, it was scary (laughs) because it's easier to know people, even though being in a family business isn't easy. That's not easy. It's easier to know that you're maybe not going to get fired, but that you have a job, right? So I would say the big thing for me was when I guess COVID hit and you said, okay, we're not doing this anymore. The fear in the, oh my gosh, now I'm not going to be in a family business. Like now I have to go on my own. Cause like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So like I took on cleaning to like, 
level that out and say, okay, well, maybe this is what I'm going to do. But it was just not something I wanted to do. So I'm like, oh, I got to get on this though, because I don't have the experience other people have to get a job. Like I've worked for my family business. I've took care of my kids for nine years. Like I don't have a background. How am I going to get a job if I don't have one? Like I mean, and you know, it's really interesting to me when you say that, even just now, as you say that, it's almost like, you know, you can correct me if I'm, it's almost like you didn't recognize the role you held within that business yeah. as an equal role to any other business. Yes. Because it's like you, right. So you make it seem like it was not. Yeah. So that's interesting like it to was me. Not a business. Like it was just a right. There's not like a real job yeah. as you keep saying. Yeah. You've, you, we've talked. I mean, we've talked through this a million times yeah. over the years, but you would say you want a real job. And so it's interesting to me how you, how th- that shows me your perspective on what a family job, like a, a job in the family business yeah. was for you. Yeah. Which I wished, I mean, I know I noticed that as the years went on, especially the last few years when yeah. you started to get a little more restless and, you know, your dad and I were trying to kind of like readjust from the cancer and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff to figure out where we're going. And we knew we wanted to release that business, but we also had a commit. We also felt committed to you yeah, for yeah, that yeah. 10 year period. Right. Yeah. So we were like, how do we juggle that? Uh, you know, as your mom, I knew your sensitive spots. I knew your <laughs> insecurities. I knew the fact that not knowing where you were going to go next mm-hmm. was going to be like the death of you. I say this tongue in cheek because when you were a little kid, oh my God, you used to make me crazy. <laughs> well, because I'm a planner and if you do, well, it's, more than, get it. it's more than a planner. It's more than being a planner. It's like we had to put on the fridge <laughs> what we were having for dinner at night oh, because you would ask me incessantly, <laughs> what are we having for dinner? What are we having for dinner? You didn't like the unexpected, mm-hmm. like the not knowing you couldn't really flow with that. Yeah. And I see that still in you, even as a mature woman, mm-hmm. there's this level of uncertainty that you don't like, even if it's like food. Cause when you were young and you're going to get this, cause you, your daughter's exactly like this. Yeah, I'm getting payback. So don't worry about if it. We, <laughs> if we ever said maybe to you, if you asked, <laughs> we're going to do something and we said, maybe yeah, it means a yes. It's not a maybe. You have to do it. And if you don't do it, you will hear about it. And wait, my daughter does the same thing to me. I can't even say maybe. I have to <laughs> So I knew that. I knew. And so I knew that that was going to be a hard transition, knowing how for us to make a decision for the business that was yeah. going to impact you, but impact us. And so you did I did not. During COVID though. So like when COVID first hit, then you said it to me. And then it was like COVID was full blown. And it was like, my mindset was like, nothing's going to happen now. So I'm just going to sit here and roll with it and not have to freak out. But then when the conversation came up again, I was like, like, they're real. Like, this is real. Like, what am I going to do? Like, we have finances, we have stuff we have to do. I don't want to be bored at home. Like, I got to figure something out. And you guys gave me a layout. There was things that you were willing to do if I stayed. And I totally understood that. Yeah. But there was just so much in my head that was like, if I stay and then they let it go, what am I still going to do afterwards? Like, yeah, it's only going to last so long, you know? So there's so many things rolling in my head that screwed it up. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like I knew that, like, as your mom, I know how anxiety works for you. Like I know, I, I know that. 
But also, you know, it's interesting because the actual like separation when you gave your notice or decided to leave, you had pursued some interviews, all that kind of stuff. The actual transition to saying, I'm leaving. I know you haven't sold the business yet, but I'm leaving and I have to do this. It was kind of a blow up and mucky on both parts. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And so when you look back on that now, how do you see that? I do understand like where your guys' position was in the fact that I left like quick, you know, like, you know, your transition was swift and certain. Yeah. My mindset was like, oh, two weeks is fine. But like realizing it now, how long I've been there, I get it. Like two weeks is not fine. Like it needed a lot more preparation to be like, okay, she's leaving and we need to get ready, not two weeks ready. Right. So I get that now I would say that was probably my downfall for that. And I get the reaction to it. I just think sometimes it was like really crappy because it was a breaking point for, I think our relationship personal wise, which was really crappy seeing it now because it's like, Oh, like business can really do that to personal. Like that's really sucky. And on my part too, not just business is very personal, baby. Yeah. yeah. As you've recently experienced. Yeah. We won't. But yeah, it's like, it's not just people always say, Oh, I just separate it. It's business here. Yeah, and then bullshit. Family, but oh, it's, bullshit. Not. it's not because yeah. everything around it is personal. You all feel the yeah. feelings. If you're not there and I do something and then you come and you say something, it's personal. Cause I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. And like, I've, I've been here for six years. What do you care? Like, you know, it's giving that, like, don't worry about what I'm doing. Like, but you take it into a family position. Like, it's like, you're my mom still. That doesn't change whether you're my boss or my Right. And we still have to have this relationship outside. Well, not have to, we want to still have a full relationship. Mm -hmm. We don't want the business causing the separation, but sometimes, pardon me, sometimes the business causes uncomfortable and awkward conversations that you do have to work through. And I think it takes practice. It takes practice to learn how to have awkward conversations with family members or even employees, non-family, sorry, non-family employees. But there is a level of maturity and experience that's needed to have those awkward conversations and to hold them in a way that's respectful, understanding that. So the other thing about this departure time and this leaving, (laughs) I just want to bring it up because to me it was really, I think like for you, you had been, percolating for a while and so you were ready to leave you were kind of and from my perspective those were things that I didn't really notice happening I kind of like heard a little bit every now and then but there was no direct communication and when it became obvious that you were serious about looking for another job before the sale of the store you know the decision for us was this it was very hard because it was like okay we know she's applying Now, do we start, do we bring somebody on Yeah, to start training? Mm-hmm. But then we were a very small store and had very small budget. Right. So then how long do we keep that person on before we let you go? Right. Mm-hmm. And what if, right? Yeah. I knew that that would throw you into a tither if you didn't have a place to go to. If we let you go before you were ready to go, yeah. it would have been complete chaos for you. <laughs> and as your parent, I do not want to be involved in creating chaos. 
Yeah. I'm okay as a parent creating, like, having to hold firm while you move through hard things. Because kids, you watch your kids move through hard things, right? You make hard decisions for your kids and it's uncomfortable. That's different than actually being involved in an action. Yes. That's going to create chaos for them. Like, I... I could not do that. And so for us, then it's like, all right, well, then we're just going to sit here and wait. Mm -hmm. Kind of in denial. (laughs) It's not going to happen. And this is why I mean, like, for me and our our perspective, like, to me, business is very personal when it's family. Yep. And so you make these decisions, you know, because you're like, oh, I know on the end of this, I don't want to create, you know, it's not even for you so much. It's the chaos it'll create for my grandkids. (laughs) (laughs) I already knew that was going to (laughs) come It's like, wait. Right? Because now it's like, you guys are old enough to work through your own shit. Get your own therapist. Wait, work your own I shit out. at 17. I already know that. It's now, the, it's now the kids that we have to, like, support. And so, for me, it was like, you know, for your dad and I, remember, like, what do we do? Do we move forward? Do we just wait? Blah, blah, blah. And then the way, this is how I know that there was a lot more emotional stuff in it. It wasn't just business. Is because I would say, and this is how I describe it, when Ashley left us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That's when you know it's not business. It's just like, it's like an end it's of personal. the year, but it's... <laughs> I know. It's always really like, sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's very dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's very like, oh yeah, you know when Ashley left us? And it took me a while to change that language. Yeah about right it it wasn't and though i knew that you needed to go out on your own and now this is where i want right and find your own you said that so many times like we want you to do your own things and we want you to separate so much of yourself with us so that we're not so combined with everything right and our first step was our house and then, buying your house. Yeah, because you rented a house from us yeah. for like 12 years. Yeah. And then it became the business. And like, I would say the sucky thing is that break kept like, so I'm, I'm a person who shuts down. Immediately I shut down no matter what it is. I usually do not like to solve things. I'm like, okay, if I don't say anything or if I don't talk about it, maybe it'll just go away on its own. But it never does. It never oh, does. yes, you like to avoid. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was like, the shutdown period, I think, affected a lot of our relationship, too, because it was like, you know what? I feel guilty for leaving. I feel guilty I for leaving say, yeah. the business to them to solve yeah. on their own because now I have to go and get do this job and figure out this job now. So the guilt just took over that the relationship broke up a bit and was like, okay, if I just don't talk about it or if I don't talk to them or if I don't call them or if I don't say anything, maybe we just won't have this conversation No, and nobody will feel bad about anything. But it didn't really do that. It just messed up the relationship well, a little bit. As you're saying this right now, Ashley, and when you listen to this back once it's published, I want you to listen closely to what you just said because yeah. over the, and this, I'm not going to bring it all up here. Don't worry. But what you just explained actually describes a lot of how you cope with some big things in your life mm-hmm. in general. Oh, I know. We'll just, we'll just leave that there. For yeah. your but I agree. I agree that, but I think that that's, I was going to mention one of the things about you as being our firstborn or a firstborn, our oldest, your dad's firstborn, our oldest. <laughs> and also 
through the things our family went through when we were all young, mm-hmm. right? Mom. We don't want to get into too much of that now, but you became emotionally the caretaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Of the family. And letting people down, it makes me want to cry, letting people down, specifically us, Yeah, became, yeah, it's like, how do I do that? Yeah, I don't know. And I still, uh, to this day, don't know how to do that. because. Right. So sometimes it's easier to just blow things up. Yeah, and not that it's right. And uh, no, like, no, I agree. I'm a very I'm a- sensitive person. As much as I'm hard on the outside, like I will, I'll be like, I'll be tough. Most people say, "Oh, you know, she's really tough," but I'm actually super sensitive. And I will say, mm-hmm. my oldest is exactly the same, super sensitive, and I just take everything so hard when it comes to like family size because I don't want to disappoint anybody. I don't want oh, them to be freezing. disappointed in me. I don't want to like I want to be the idol to everybody. I want to be like the role model, the maker, the one that yeah. should be doing everything right. And then it's like when I do something wrong, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm really hard on myself about it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like that's the wrong thing to do. What did you do? Like you shouldn't have done that. And so I will say when I took my first, when I took this job, it I lived in hell for six months. <laughs> like I, I remember that. In fact, I think for a while you didn't even want to share that. I'm no, guessing I that broke that, down every that, day. I will admit the, the kid in you was like, I'm not going to let my parents no, say that. I didn't want anyone. I it was hard for my hu- me to show my husband that because, like, my husband is usually usually one of my good supporters and like will do say like this I only want the best for you I want you to do whatever you need to do I wanted to prove that I was doing the right thing and then it was like oh I'm breaking down every like I'll break down in my closet and my husband walks out he's like what's wrong with you I'm like oh I can't do this so what do you think that was like what was causing that I think it was everything I think it was leaving the bone and biscuit because one I was there that was it that was my comfort zone that was the mm-hmm. comfort i was used to the customers i loved the family i was you know building right and then not myself but i built that business you did you can say that and i worked damn hard to build where it was and it was that was my leaving and i was like oh crap and then it was like was- coming into this was so different than that i don't talk to anyone i drive for hours upon hours to go to a store for maybe 10 15 minutes depending on what the conversation's about and then I drive back home like I'm by myself now I don't I like to talk I'm a talkative person <laughs> like you if you've seen my dad I am to a T exactly like him yeah. you will meet somebody on the street I'll talk to you for hours and my husband's like where were you I'm like I don't know chatting for two hours like did you really notice the security of a family business being gone now yeah. and what it felt yeah. like feeling? Cause I remember when we did start talking again, how you were saying like, you just felt so like you weren't sure what people expected of you. You yeah. weren't sure if you were doing the right thing, the wrong thing. And there was a lot of insecurity for you. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different atmosphere. If I fail, do they fire me? And then if they right. fire me, where am I going to go? Like, you know, and it was just those things like that. But then, you know, I had to really get over that and myself because I know I can do better. I know I can do things. I just sometimes put it in my head that I can't do things. And then 
I believe it. And then when I believe it, I just sometimes you start to spiral. Yeah. yeah. And then my anxiety goes so high that it's like, I can't even do the job that I know I can do. So I had to really sit back and say, I got this. Like, and you know, I'll say being a sales rep, it isn't everybody's dream job. Remember, the grass isn't greener on the other side, even though you, <laughs> you thought it was. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love my customers, but it's it's a hard job. It is not easy. But I, I think that's every job has those parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bonus, yeah. I mean, the, the, when I ran that one, it was hard, too. It was, it was hard when some employee came and told me they're quitting. I'm like, F you, you can't quit. I'm like... <laughs> Or when five or 8,000 pounds of food comes in yeah. and you have to unload it. <laughs> I actually yourself. missed that because I actually oh. was getting, I was like missing oh. the, you know, <laughs> weight. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I do miss, I call the bone and biscuit family. I do miss. Well, that's that. different than, yeah. Yeah. But like working for the family business. So working for the I want to just, yeah. Yeah. So I just want to shift a little bit. This is going to be a longer episode. That's Okay. Because I want to talk a little bit about what's your been your what's what do you say to people about being in family business? And I, when when I ask you that, I want you to think of like all the ways in which you've seen family business over forty years, thirty. How old are you? Thirty. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven years. Don't worry, I always 40. forget too. <laughs> my daughter. Wait, told, my daughter told somebody that I was nineteen, and they're like, "But you're oh. fourteen, so how does that work?" I'm like. Please stop telling people I'm not young. Um, yeah. So like, because you've had a few different perspectives, right? You've been, you've worked for us. So you've been a child working for your parents. You were a child when your dad worked for his parents yeah. and all the family worked there. You know, you grew up in all that nephews, everybody working cousins, all that kind of stuff. And you're married to somebody who worked in the family business and is still in a, a portion of the family business where there's lots of fracture. And you don't have to get into details and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But what do you say to people about your experience in family business? Run, don't do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what lots of people say. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, is it worth the drama and the baggage? Probably not. But is it worth the learning experience on how you can gain? I don't know. Like, is your relationship strong enough to handle the business aspect as well as the family aspect? I would say. So if your relationship is strong enough, I say do it. Like, it's there's mm -hmm. rewards at the end of it. It's not like it's all bad. But if right. it's not, no, like run, don't do it. It's not worth it. You're never going to be, I think our relationship, it has always been strong. Yes. As a teenager, no. But now I oh, that's like being, that's raising. Yeah, yeah. But I think being like growing up and learning, you know, our quirks and our things and stuff like that. I think we were strong enough to deal with whatever yeah. came because look at, we're still, you know, it's not the same with like, Hey, I'm going to throw your dad under the bus. Oh, that was not no. the same when your, dad, when your dad was running the businesses when the boys are working in it, the son, you know, your husband, our sons, like he managed and ran business very different, I think, than I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like I didn't treat you like he treated the boys. No. But no. dad was always. Uh, not that I'm a saint. I'm just dad saying. Dad was always about 
I don't know. I think dad's different on how he thinks of like us kids, right? So like the boys have to work. They have to be strong enough. They have to do the supporting. They need that because he's always been that way. With us girls though, he's always been like, oh, I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. Oh, you want a ride? Okay, I'll give you a ride. Oh, you want $2 for the movie? Okay, I'll give you that. Andrew, no, you have to go get your own. <laughs> like, you he know, has like, yeah, he has a high, yes, he has a different expectation. Yeah. I would have, yeah, yeah, that's a generational thing, dad, right? And a gender thing. Yeah, maybe his dad was like that towards him too. So maybe he just yeah. picked that up yeah. that way. Yeah. Which I don't think that's anything bad. I think that's yeah. good. I think my yeah. husband should support you know, his family and do whatever yeah. he possibly can. And I mean, yeah, that's, some more traditional views of that. Yeah, no, it's funny. that's not for like, everybody. I'm not saying don't, don't, yeah. don't believe the way I believe. I'm just saying that's. Okay. So I'm going to ask a couple of questions. So what is the hardest part about being involved in family business? Now that you're out of it, kind of out of it, you're not because you're, you guys got, you're in the middle of a fracture. That's about fat business. But what is the hardest part of family business? From your perspective, hardest part about family business, I would say keeping the relationship to being business or family, like to not be so personable in a family business. You got to try because what's outside of the business is should be the family stuff. What's inside the business shouldn't be. And I mean, I think some people don't know how to separate that, which is unfortunate. And I think we sometimes have that too. No, don't get me wrong. I think people tell themselves they can separate it. Yeah. I think that this is about you. So that, sorry, I have a different, I'm a little bit different. <laughs> I forget. Sorry, it's about you, not me. I don't, yeah, I think that's, it's, I mean, it is hard. There's no, there's no doubt about yeah. that. You have personal things that always happen. There's, yeah. it's never going to go away, right? So. Yeah. So it's about navigating. I How do you say, navigate that? But and I, I think when, I don't think there is a, we, or a, you girls started working for me because I was overseeing that business directly. Yeah. I remember telling you, I remember a couple of times because you also had to learn how to have awkward conversations mm-hmm. with staff. Yeah. Right? I had to learn you had to, to learn. manage staff and yeah. and so <laughs> yeah. and learning to, yeah. And so I you know, there were times when I knew and I would say to you, you know, this is gonna be a tough conversation that you and I have to have. Yeah. Like, right? This is good. And so I think being yeah. able to preface it and kind of like say that this is gonna be tough. But you're right. We have a relationship. Relationships, and that's the part, that's the whole point, is relationships are built through good and rough times. Yeah. Yeah. They're not built on just good times. It's both. Yeah. And so I think you can really work on strengthening a relationship in a family business, but both parties have to be really involved in that. Yeah. Like really consciously involved. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the best part? Oh, the best part? I would say scheduling my own, like being my own boss, being my own person. I would say mm-hmm. having that freedom of learning how to do that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. having that capability to like kind of open my horizons a bit, right? Like figure out um, how to be a manager, how to be a boss, right. how to control the whole narrative in the business, right? Because I never do. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And then what? Oh, no, we already talked about that. And so for your final question is, would you work for a family business again? 
Sorry, this is not an offer letter. <laughs> I, you know what? Actually, I wouldn't say no because, okay. like, I think I've learned also things. Like, I've learned. I think this business helped me learn how to still be in a family business without trying to make it so negative, right? To be so positive about it and to learn to like, you know what, you're right. Not always separate. You're not always going to separate, but maybe to learn to separate some things, you know, to exit. Like we don't need to have this conversation here. (laughs) So I I would work in a family business. I don't think it's anything negative, but I do think you should have that strong foundation. I think that if you don't have that relationship foundation, that strength, then I just don't think, I think you'll think always negative about it. Because I don't okay, think I like the drama will always be around. <laughs> I think that's really good advice about having a good solid foundation and knowing that before going into family business. Yeah. I think one of the things when, you know, your dad and I are working through writing this book, I'm going to say that that was probably lacking. Yeah. Like a solid relational foundation with some of the people. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an assumption that relationships are stronger than what they actually are, right? You just assume since your family, it's a strong relationship, but you're right. It's not. So taking that being a little more intentional, a little more serious about what does that foundation look like? And are we, is that enough for us to be able to kind of move through what's, you know, these kind of challenging moments. So thank you for your time today, daughter. You did great. Okay, if you just I'm just gonna wrap this up. You just hang on one sec. If anybody has any other questions they'd like to know from about our children, we might have our other children on. Thank you for listening today, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. CEO. If you enjoyed the podcast, we would really love to hear from you. We would. And if if you you didn't, well, too bad. Don't tell us. Don't forget to sign up for our weekly email of uh, Bubble Bath Boardroom. He got it right, guys. This is like the fourth page. Um, you'll find all the links, everything you need in the show notes. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and share with a friend. <laughs>